Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A brand new and highly delicious and very hourly nutritious episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster awaits you, dear listener. It's Tom here, as usual. Thank you so much for joining me uh, as we romp through Series 6 of My Mate Bought a Toaster. Brilliant, brilliant guest on the way in just a moment. I've got to make an apology first, though. Uh, Just to say we've got fabulous guests coming up as well. Luke Conran is going to be joining me next week, uh, and a few other bookings have been happening, including a Christmas special, uh, which I'm so, so excited about. I'm not going to tell you... Uh, who it is he is a legend and um he said he's going to do it but we haven't agreed it 100 percent. so if i say it now i guarantee to scupper it anyway santa he's the guest oh i've done it i've done it so today's guest tom rosenthal actor uh you'll know him from things like uh, plebs and uh friday night dinner and all sorts of other things besides he's a very funny guy um unfortunately i'm not a very good technician and this is your fault, guys, for not supporting the Patreon. If you supported uh, patreon.com slash toasterpod, I'd have more money to train myself how to use mics. No, it doesn't work, does it? No, it's not your fault at all. It's completely my fault. Um, we had a bit of a mic issue. So, do you know what? It doesn't sound great, but actually, having listened to the whole thing through, you do get used to it. So, apologies up front if this is your first ever episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster. Uh, the sound quality isn't usually this bad. The waffle quality from me, yeah, that's, that's very much par. Apologies for that. Okay, ooh, golf analogy. Might be more of those on the way. Enjoy today's show. Thanks for listening. Oh, when I need a laugh, there's a helping people. But Tom Bass talking to these funny people. He's asking what they find in the town stories. Can somebody yell another name of the show, please? It's my mate, Wood Toaster. Oh, it's my mate, Wood Toaster. Yeah, yeah, it's my mate, Wood Toaster. Oh, oh, Hello, welcome back. Uh, it is my mate bought toast down for the first ever time ever. Uh, my guest is in my house. Actor, writer, comedian, excellent golfer, Tom Rosenthal. Welcome. Hello, thank you. I just sniffed like right at the start of you speaking. Yeah, that, that's okay. You're going to leave that in. I, th- I, like... I think the first thing that your listeners are going to hear is just a, and then you start. I think it's authentic. I think that's what people yeah, come I am to always podcasts. sniffing, to be fair. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, he's brought the white powder with him, and uh, he's <laughs> absolutely on it. Um, welcome to my house, Tom. Thank we did you. one a couple of weeks ago with Satnam Sangera, and I went to his house. So I feel like, you know, Toaster Pod is kind of on tour now. You, your thoughts, please, describe to this, if you want to describe yeah, to the I listeners. Mean, if anyone's curious, they will be. Tom has two beautiful children, okay, mate. one of whom put a oh, yes. full nappy Yes. Into the wash basket today. Yes, he did. Unbeknownst to Tom's wife, therefore spreading what I assume was quite a lot of messy baby poo all over the washing. Well, actually, not really poo, because it was just, it's just, it's a nice situation for this guy, right? So it was a nappy 
I don't even think he weed in it, right? Oh, okay. But what happened is there's this stuff inside a nappy. You don't have kids. No, I don't know. This is yeah. disgusting to me. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, do you know what? <laughs> what is initially disgusting might well become your reality. So write this down, my friend. Um, inside nappies is this, it's a bit like the paste you get in Peshwari Naan. Sort, okay. of, sort of that um, very sweet. I quite but, like that paste. Well, Exactly. <laughs> but that will put you off Peshwari Nans right. or nappies. And that exploded in the wash and it covered all of the washing in this powder. And you arrived, as I was saying to my wife, no, I'll help, I'll help, don't worry. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, Tom Rosenthal's at the dock. <laughs> Gotta do a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. How bad is that? There's also a lot of books in front of me, which Tom has reliably informed me he's read about 5% of. But not even that. Uh, history books. Heavy with history, this house. Yeah. Lots of World War Two books. Austerity Britain, 1945 to 51. Mm, mm. The Third Reich, inside the Third Reich. Mm-hmm. Mm. We, if at any point in the conversation dips, grab a book. <laughs> Which it will. Grab it, it will. Grab a book, <laughs> start I'll reading. a fact about the downfall of Berlin in 1945. Um, the house is heavy with history. Are you ready for a link? The house is heavy with history. <laughs> More importantly, your Amazon shopping oh, yes. account, there you are, is heavy with history. Uh, Tom. So um, what we do, as ever here on My Mate Bought a Toaster, is we go back to your first purchases. Okay. Do you remember the year when you started buying stuff on Amazon? Absolutely not. I, I, I struggle with memories generally. I don't remember much of my life, to be honest. So I'm, I'm worried if you're going to be like, what was happening then? And I, I just don't know. Make it up. Um, <laughs> I will. I have to in conversations quite a lot. <laughs> when we first met? No, no, I don't know. But whatever you say, I'll just follow along with. So, <laughs> Do you ever do that thing where... Um, and this is basically me admitting to lying. But someone says, oh, you know, in a conversation, have you ever done that thing where you lose your phone in the back of a cab? And I'll go, yeah, yeah. And I've literally never done it. <laughs> do you do it? To, to be honest, I, I, I actually am a very like, honest person. So I don't really do that. Fine. I, it's, I, I, don't, I don't want to kibosh you uh, okay, in terms a... of my superior human virtue <laughs> but uh, I it, and it is a struggle not doing white lines when people remember stuff and you have to go I don't remember that yeah. I am clearly more significant to your life than <sighs> you are to mine that's what it communicates it's not true what the actual fact is my brain is just terrible it doesn't work at all I all, all I know is what's happening like now yeah and then well the second world war because I re- there's a book in front of me yeah I, I don't know what's wrong with me I, 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with you. That's a very sort of Buddhist I, in the present place this to is be. The thing. I think I take in a, a lot about the current moment yes. and just forget like what year things happened yeah. or who was at my school. Uh, I, I'm very, very similar. And I'm not just saying that in the right? Yeah, Genuinely, I am. And are you, listeners will know I am because I've talked about this before on the podcast. I do. I forget things. Books is a good example. I will look at books and someone will say, oh, you've read uh, Philip Hensher, The Emperor Waltz. And I'll go, yeah, I loved it. And they'll go, Tim was an interesting character, wasn't he? And I'll literally be like, I don't. I don't. And yes, I he read... was, because you said that. Yeah, that's I right. That's what, what you're saying, because you have a better barometer for things than I do. But I, do, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I think that's that's the most important thing. Or we may discover as we dive yeah, into oh, no, the no, show. 100%. All the things that I bought on Amazon are bizarre. I'm, I'm almost certain about that. Well, look, let's go to 2009, October 2009. And there's a definite theme early doors. <laughs> the 10th of October, you hit Hamlet hard. <laughs> right? Hamlet. I was in Hamlet. That's when I, was that Amazon starting when I was in Hamlet, really? 10th of October 2009, you bought Hamlet, the Kenneth yeah. Branagh two-day special. You bought Hamlet, <laughs> York Notes, right? 
And then you bought Hamlet, Spark Notes, No Fear, Shakespeare. God, have you heard about this new shop that's just selling Hamlet stuff? <laughs> it's like, well, it's, I'm, I'm, in a play, I'm in a play of Hamlet, so I should probably check that place out, really. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, I was in the King's Players. I played Hamlet. Did you? Yes. I think it gives you an indication of how bad that <laughs> play must have been. Can you remember any? Oh, no. no I, can't. I mean, oh, he talks about the firmament. You know, yeah. uh, can I remember any oh, to be or not to be? Oh, what God, my God, it's like I was there. Over in the mind to some of those things and now it's an outrageous fortune or something. It's something, something. something. <laughs> again, again, very, very good at learning lines and forgetting them immediately. But I would say a lot of actors do that. I do yeah. that. You learn, you do a job, you learn it, learn it, learn it, and that yeah. evening it's got to Also, I, I, I must confess, the Hamlet was like three hours So are you doing it now? No, this, no, no, but I will confess in a Shakespearean style yes. that I was aware that it was so long that occasionally you could just kind of make things up a little bit. And no one's going to be like, oh, stop the play! Stop, he's doing, he's making Hamlet up! You could just say a few long. But wherefore, I'm not sure... That's all my and indeed. No, no, you can't do that. You have to replace it with a sort of Shakespearean flourish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just all like a very quick kind of mumbly to yourself line where people don't quite the sort of Shakespearean equivalent of nappy filler. Yeah, exactly. Just the padding. And this is why I don't do podcasts because it's revealing my (laughs) incompetence as an actor. My agent, Oliver, hi Oliver, (laughs) listens to this. And it just dumped. Yeah. All the agents are like, he's making up Hamlet. (laughs) Seriously, frequently I get, I'm like, I talk about how crap I'm at accents. And Oliver's like, you did that American audition. Why didn't you tell me that before you did American? (laughs) Well, you watched the tape, didn't you? Right, yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you'd watched the tape, Oliver, you know I was doing Canadian. So, um, but so you're in Hamlet with, hang on, the King's Players. Yes. This is an amateur. King's College London, okay. you know, university based. That's the first few years I went to Edinburgh. I was going on the money of the King's Players who'd they'd send you up and they'd pay for your accommodation and I'd just spent the entire time doing stand-up comedy. Um, did I meet you then? Because we did a gig together back around yeah, then. Possibly. Or... I did like lots of, you know, the, yeah. the nonsense. Nixon Edinburgh wouldn't be able to take any old muck. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's... <laughs> well, I mean, it was a gig that was just Tom's. Only oh, yeah, Tom. of course. That must have been where we met. Tom Tuck ran that. Tom and... Foolery. I mean, that, at the time... It felt like a jolly, whimsical thing, and now it's just a damning indictment of how middle class and white. Because if we're honest, Tom is a pretty sort of white oh, middle oh, class kind of middle aged name, right? In such a context, you're completely accurate. Oh, it's true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I just think there's a lot of Toms in the world, but no, no, it's just your world. Yes, it's because there's lots of middle class people called Tom who've yeah. done comedy because they weren't loved enough as kids. More of that as we go through the show. <laughs> Right, so you were Hamlet, um, and then 17th of December, so just before Christmas, uh, you bought two, twice you bought outnumbered series one and two. What the fuck? What have I bought twice? I just not understand how it works. I don't know. I want to watch it again. I just <laughs> You know DVDs aren't one use. That's how I used to do it. I didn't understand. Um, good show, great show. Yeah, I never watched it. No, I really enjoyed it. Um, Hugh Dennis actually sits like four rows behind me at the Emirates, which again is an indication of my 
<laughs> immense privilege. Um, <laughs> but maybe next time I see you, I'll have to be like, I bought your DVD twice. twice. So I paid for a um, section of this uh, season ticket. Hugh Dennis, also, isn't he called Paul in real life? Oh, well, I'm not that close with him. Well, I heard. A friend of mine played football with him and said he's, uh, all right, he's Paul or Pete or something. Mm. Which means he's technically got, he's got three man's names. He's got Hugh, he's got Dennis. <laughs> he's got, we could probably do Tomedy. Yeah, yeah, get involved. Um, yeah, you bought, I mean, maybe, mate, to give you an act, which you could have gone for, instead of falling apart and thinking you're an idiot, you could have just jumped on the, jumped on the Christmas bandwagon. Because oh. it's 17th of December. Oh, that must have been. You could have given me that. Info. Yeah, I mean, is that a great Christmas present to receive? I think it probably is actually by my standards, yeah. Give them a, Are you not a great present? I'm awful at thinking about other people, yeah. I, I, I do what I do do is like long like cards, like I write le- like letters in cards. I hate when it's just like oh, happy birthday and it's just a waste of everything. So I actually do like quite a considered piece of prose about why I like the person. However, that does come at the cost of like never really getting anyone a gift that is particularly specific to their likes or dislikes. I like that though. So you'd actually write a nice thing about mm. Mm, that yeah. seems very unlikely because I always know you're slightly know. sarcastic. That's the thing; it really catches people off guard. I'm, I'm quite a sensitive person. I just don't really express it by my no. body language or um, actions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gifts, <laughs> pure cards. That's where my emotion is. I, I'm actually quite intrepid now about what's going to come up next because they're two such sort of random things. Yeah. Uh, quite sort of high highbrow and, and lowbrow, you know. But but also quite sporadic. Oh my god, Tom Rosenthal, twenty ten. Mm. Right? We, are you still at uni in twenty ten? Yes. Okay. Yes. You've only bought one thing. You've spent four pounds ninety eight in a whole year. Oh my god, it's bought... tough the first year at uni. Really. It is even if you called Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shoe into all those gigs. Yeah. Torino, two thousand and six Winter Olympics on PS. <laughs> That's a great game. Of course I bought that. So the, the PS2, that is still quite a retro games console, I think. Even then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was retro, wasn't it? Um, but I used to love the Olympics games. Yeah, the sort of button bashers. Mm. Like, uh, I will say that my university, well, my life really, I, I get like utterly obsessed with games. Like lockdown was very, very bad. For this and I got completely addicted to chess and I got completely addicted to poker um, but the precursors for those games were you know sort of like button bashing things on the consoles whereby my friends would just basically refuse to play me against on them because I would instead of just playing with them I would play with them we'd have an even match and then I'd go away and I'd like practice for like 10 hours you know like ah, you've seen me with golf really I kind of get yeah. kind of very I'm still not quite at the level of golf where I'd be drive myself as good but I definitely have put the sort of time and inclination and I have the willpower to just spend hours by myself yeah. perfecting a pointless thing and I imagine that buying Torino for £4.98 um, was just kind of part of that a weird like aim towards sort of mastery of something that I was completely in control of yeah um, but that's why that's what all sport Mm. exists for well so golf have absolute control. specifically i mean like I, like obviously the ball isn't moving and you're not playing with anyone else yes which is why i think it really does uh suit the sort of obsessive controlling mindset stuff like um it's not a team football, sport like really. you're you, you you are trying to master your own personal technique but also the way that you sort of elevate yourself is by understanding how your teammates are doing yeah um 
And it's nice to just sort of get rid of all of those other people. Yes, that's that's <laughs> right. That's why I never like doing team sports. Because yeah. A, you know, either I would let people down. Yeah. Or they yeah, would let me down. Yeah. A more than B. <laughs> There's no nothing. I know you play cricket. Nothing more crushing than dropping a catch in a cricket match. And no matter how right. friendly a cricket match is meant to be. It's a Wednesday night. It's 20 overs. A bunch of dads will be fun. All right, okay. Every time this happens. Yeah, okay, I'll come and do that. Three balls in, I drop a catch. You fucking fat prick, Tom. <laughs> no one else is saying that. Just you in your yeah, own yeah, head. Yeah, to myself. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that leads into the other part of golf and, and these things is that um, challenging yourself and that focus. Um, but that's interesting about uh, the chess thing mm. during lockdown and poker. Mm. So you just... Because chess always is seen as this rather sort of intellectual I know, and I know. whimsical... It's- well, it's it's a, I mean the thing is the way it is now for me anyway that is a complete lie because I've I've almost never found anyone who will play chess against me in a room across the board like I used to play with my granddad and it was wonderful when I was like a kid and then obviously die because of time Ugh. and my parents didn't play and I just I I love this game it's just so so endlessly fascinating but the only way that I could play it is online yeah like, where they gamify it. Uh, and they make it so you have a little rating and every time you win a game you get a slightly higher rating but you're, you're always playing against someone who's like of a similar standard to you right? right. and the feeling when you win is like crack cocaine because you're like <laughs> I'm a genius I outthought this person but similarly the other side of that is when you lose you, you hate yourself you feel like such a piece of shit and then all you know is like the nationality and the age of the person you're playing against. Oh my god! So you just a nine-year-old like, in Taiwan. You goddammit! Little Taiwanese nine-year-old. Like, and it was that. And like uh, lockdown, all I did was this. Yeah. And I wanted to get smarter. And again, you think that it's some sort of edifying intelligence pursuit. Well, the important thing is, that you're... it's just Torino. Yes. But it's harder. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, the, and the important thing is, you're definitely not seeking any validation via games at all. But the, but, but the, this is the mad thing is that like I would go to sleep. Sleep, like humiliated at my number which like no one is seeing I'd be like like no girls ever want to kiss me like my blitz rating's gone down to 997 like it's complete insanity <laughs> like lockdown just drove everyone mad in certain yeah. ways and and I realised that this is this is my path to hell a game that takes over all my resting like mental state so all I can think about is what I will do next and what I did wrong and it's just why am I thinking about that are you still like that now then with chess so when no, I, playing... I, I quit I'm not I'm not lying it's it's, it's like I'd rather take crack <laughs> I think I would get less addicted to crack so when you're walking through New York and you see all those guys and it looks really cutesy they're well, all on those tables playing chess are you like those guys are addicts never, they are in no, trouble no 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 it's never, it's never been my experience because that's a social thing oh that's just the and online like, element oh this is fun it's mm, your friends right yeah. but when it's just you and a computer there's like nothing social about it oh my it. god yeah and it, yeah. it's like those people in um like casinos, you just press a button on the, you know, the the stupid route. Yes. What, what do you call those things? The, um, the three fruits light up. Yes, fruit machines. Fruit machines, fruit machines yeah. yeah. And they're just like like a little mouse getting its little, like, feed of sugar in an experiment or whatever. Yeah. And that was just me, just chess that started up. And I'd do like 10 Chess was your dopamine hit. And even like at the end of it, I lost the game and I would get into the habit of like hitting the screen because I was annoyed. And then eventually I basically broke my laptop screen. And I had to take it in and be like, this was a chess related event. So that's not covered in the warranty, really. Like, Call of Duty uh, smashings, yeah, we take those, but chess, <laughs> though, it's just not acceptable. That is, that is, how long is a game of chess then in that situation? Well, so you can play different times, right? And, and, the, and if you want to up the intensity, 
right? You can play games that last like a minute. You have a minute to do all your moves. So it's just like, it literally is like a... And are you as hooked game. on winning those minute games or are you a bit more chilled about those? <sighs> yeah, but you you know, you, 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 you sort of, you're back, you're, you're chain smoked like five or ten. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> so like... This is amazing. You are... You're addicted to that, and yet when, like, when you go and do Hamlet in front of all those people, you're like, "I'll put some filler in halfway through." Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big things aren't important, but the little things. No, it, it is completely this, and it's a sort of barrier it. to a successful, like, long-term career. I think, which is why I have to kind of like train myself away from these games that I think I'm enjoying. Even like, even on your bookshelf, there is even a copy of The Queen's Gambit, which is she's just looking at me like, "Want a game?" <laughs> this is a new <laughs> format. My books are judging you. This is amazing. I love it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. October 2011 now, so we're moving on a year after Hamlet. Um, it looks like uh, you're, you're henching up a bit here. <laughs> We've got uh, £69 on a York fitness bench. So in a, a year earlier, you get, a year earlier you get the York notes. Yeah. <laughs> and now you are getting the York fitness bench. Yeah, yeah, I have that for a long time. That was a very good value for that bench. Actually. You're still using that now? Uh, well, I, I just moved out of my flat, but yeah, I used it up until that point. You've got the um, cast iron dumbbells as well. Mm. free weightlifting gloves and yeah. Maxi Muscle Pro Max vanilla high oh, protein God, supplement. Were you trying to get bigger? I had such dreams. I still am trying to get bigger. Do you feel why? What do you mean? What, like more muscle? Yes, I want to get yeah. large so I can physically dominate other chess players. <laughs> That's what you want to do. On the PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> you will smash that screen to pieces if you do that. <laughs> interesting so you do you have a thing then you feel like you want to be bigger a bit more uh muscle yeah i mean i've always mm. you know i've always played sports and it's just sort of like a rudimentary sort of cheat code isn't it to be uh a bit bigger but and, and again my genetics just don't really predispose you, people go oh you know you're so lucky you never really put on weight and that is obviously a good thing but it does come at the expense of sort of never seemingly be able to be strong at all i actually right. have a memory from about this time yeah. one of my good friends at university on a night out he he put his he put his entire hand around my bicep like his fingers <laughs> you can imagine listeners fitted all the way around my bicep to touch the other side and uh-huh. he just laughed at me like what is this this isn't an adult frame <laughs> and that just stung me so much that i thought i'd get a york bench and uh wow. to be fair 
I have got a little bit better in terms of yeah, my there's, bicep strength, but I, there's some stuff there. Do you want to go and find that guy and tell him? Just point I've him out. Go on, him. Put your fingers around that Go on. He, he apologised profusely for changing your life. That, you know, yeah, changing the course of your life. He's motivated me to uh, get a bit more muscle. I guess. definitely got. I want to, I want to drive you. On, uh, oh me! Yeah, yeah. On the yeah, old, yeah. on the old golfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The golf, by the way, guys, will feature throughout today's episode because we are off to play golf after we do this. The only way I could get Tom Rosenthal to come and be on a podcast because you don't do many podcasts no. was by sort of bribing him with golf. So that's <laughs> so apologies in advance, but golf is going to appear. Um, okay, interesting, interesting, interesting. Twenty um, fourth of July, twenty twelve. Still at uni or left uni by this point? July twenty twelve, Olympics time. E- e- I feel like I must. I think I think it's like on time when I'm leaving. Okay. Anyway, Something... potassium iodide tablets. Oh, oh my for? god! This is unbelievable. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm. No, no, I can't talk about this. <laughs> oh my god! Are you serious? What? What? Oh my god! Oh my god! Is, the, the thing is, is okay. I I I'm I'm I am glad. Am I glad? <laughs> the squeak. I that you did what we before. When the squeak happens, we're in the zone. I am. I am glad. Go on. Okay. Well, something that I haven't really discussed in a public forum, and again, why I have a slight anxiety surrounding podcasts is I just don't want to give too much of myself away. Well, please don't. But, I don't want you to do that. Anything you're not comfortable but with. This is it's very funny. Oh, but if it's funny, I'm afraid you have to. Sorry, that is the rules. I won't let you play golf. It's very funny. Okay. But it does reveal that I, I mean, you know, insane. I mean, I, 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 hopefully the chest stuff has shown that I'm insane. Right. It's um, fine. It's on record that you're insane. That's okay, fine. so as a, yeah. as, a, as a teenager, and I must confess, sometimes now, I consume quite a lot of uh, internet-based conspiracy content. Okay? Oh, um, right. And, yes. you know, during the time of the London 2012 Olympics, uh, there were some theories uh, <laughs> surrounding the East London... Yep. Stadium, yeah. uh, and its design. That um, I think from above it looked like um, a sort of Illuminati eye. Okay. And the sort of triangles uh, in the stadium design also indicated some kind of Illuminati connotation. And anyway, I basically had got into my head that there was at least a percentage chance of a nuclear attack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> On the Olympics opening ceremony, right. So instead, so you were of, prepping. I was prepping. So if that iodine potassium yeah. is basically what you take, and if you are in the, um, I don't know what you call it, the sort of surrounding area of a nuclear blast. So mm. if you're in a nuclear blast, the fallout in the middle, zone, maybe something like that. The fallout zone. Right? Yeah, sure. We'll go so if, if you're if you're in this, this is what I understood. If you're in the blast, you're dead. You're absolutely mm. knackered, right? However, yeah. if you're in the sort of surrounding winds uh, yeah. and you take iodine potassium, potassium iodide, yeah. it, it increases the uh, time that you have before you need to get like medical health care. So instead of having like 12 hours in order to get treatment, you would then have like 48 hours. Right. <laughs> so you're doing this not to survive, but to give yourself a better chance of surviving. So you're, you're, well, yeah, you're no, padding it, out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and I, I, I feel like I investigated buying a full hazmat suit. <laughs> and it's like okay okay so this is crazy right but it's not crazy if you think that there's a chance there's going to be a nuclear attack right? no it's like it's just it's prepping right so i think okay the likelihood is it's not going to happen 
But if it the does bike, happen, yeah. you want to be the guy with the ID iodine potassium. What did you just, just off Amazon? Shake it people. I didn't realise. Could Amazon you imagine that? Right, you're lying in the nuclear fallout zone, and there's someone dying in front of you, <laughs> and Tom Rosenthal looms up next to you. Mate, I've got his Amazon. I've got I've got 24 hours more. <laughs> Latest potatoes. You're just walking away. Um, uh, and I, I, I remember, like, I, I went out to my parents' house in Berkshire, because I'm called Tom, uh, <laughs> to, to watch the opening ceremony, because I was, I, I thought, well, if there's the attack, I'm not going to have to get out, so I've got to take my little pills, and, uh... Did you take them? No, you, you only take them if the it, nuclear attack happens. Oh, yeah, for, oh, yeah, that's sensible. And I guess there was a part of me watching the opening ceremony, which was obviously amazing. Incredible. Being like, oh shit, <laughs> it's coming, <laughs> it's coming. And then when it finished, I was like, I felt a bit dumb, I guess. What the fuck is that coming out of a helicopter? What the fuck is that? It's coming, it's landing. It's the Queen, it's the Queen. <laughs> it's Russell Brand on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Patreon, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash toaster pod. All right then, Tom Rosenthal. God, we're finding out some truths this today. It's not going to get any worse than that. It's going to be an awkward round of golf afterwards. <laughs> just, now we know. <laughs> Before we just have polite chat. I'm not going to do your attack, mate. You, I'm the guy you want to come to. <laughs> <It's> true, man. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Um, oh look, my God. here we go, here we go. Uh, you got yourself a laser pointer. Is that for gigs? Is it laser pointer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. More Monday. You, yeah, come on, let's go. Let's go, just please. So, laser pointer that's presumably to uh flag yourself up for uh, you know, passing helicopters coming <laughs> yeah, to find the, survivors. The <laughs> <laughs> Indoor helicopter, what June 2017. Sorry, what is that? That is a new version indoor helicopter, no, a red. End of fifteen ninety nine. Little, you know. There you okay. go. Show you on the thing. Listen. Oh, hello. Hacked. Broken into. Listen. Present. This is a real. Do you remember when we met? Moment. Right. Because I. But look, then you've also bought replacement blades for it. I do remember there that. There you go. Here he comes. Okay, that that's really funny. So this is a. I just thought. Don't they look so fun, those remote control like planes and helicopters that I've seen people doing before? Well, that would be great. So I went, it was over Christmas, I think, maybe, or basically we, we took... Yeah, the, I mean June, but yeah. Okay, fine, fine, fine. It wasn't that. It was, for some reason, we were going back to my oldest, best friend's family home to hang out. Yeah. And I thought, let's take these. And uh flew the sort of helicopter around the sky a little bit and then his dad wanted to have a go so he was like okay and the helicopter he's controlling the helicopter the helicopter flies up in the sky and he's like this is good and then he just he just flies it away <laughs> and it just keeps going <laughs> it goes over some trees <laughs> and then it just falls out of the sky <laughs> and we never see it again and <laughs> <laughs> my mate's dad is just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> that's that. That was that. That was my time with a remote control helicopter. I was like, this is so fun, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, give us a go. It just flies it away into the horizon, never to be seen again. It's very rare when something like that happens. And there's literally nothing you can do. <laughs> well, go and climb the tree. No, yeah, it's, no, like, it's gone. It's... And also the noise. You get... <laughs> This is the silence. It's just like out of range. It just drops out of the yeah. sky. There's nothing sadder. If you ever want to make people feel sorry for you, go to a large open space and, and have just a remote control in your hand. <laughs> and just look up. And just look a bit sad and people will... <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that, that 
might happen if you've got a remote control. Just go and stand. Go to Ham- let's go to Hampton Heath now and stand there with a remote control looking at a massive tree looking devastated. Ah, or just take a kid with you and get the kid to cry. <laughs> but 15 quid is a, it's a bargain, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's almost disposable. Like, fully, fully functional helicopter. Like the uh, My Family DVDs earlier on. Yeah, exactly. My Family, yeah. outnumbered. Just so I, didn't, I didn't get a second one. I thought that was a good enough experience. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, I, I agree with you. And this, but you're right. There is something Christmassy about these things. You get those sort of toys on Christmas Day. You get the little hover things now. They've got yeah. ones that are really cheap, and you put your hand underneath, and it sends. It's ridiculous. It's like a bit of Chinese tech that costs about four quid, and the drone senses your hand, and then you can literally fly wow. like a sentient ping pong ball on Christmas Day, and they're always broken by four p.m. For, yeah. That's why they put the movies on at 5 or 6 p.m. on Christmas Day, because that's when all the toys are broken. Yeah. They are all but disposable. But you get a happy couple of hours, mate. Yeah. And as we've discussed on the show already today, that's all we want. I'm a similar type. I'm in the present. I want a happy couple of hours. Yeah. I'm not going to think about the consequences. We're like dogs. Like dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we are. We're very canine. Um, mini carpet bowls. Again, sport oh. activity. Oh, Oh my carpet bowls! I cannot stress how great that game is. Uh, we actually, I did a play called The Philanthropist, um, which ran for three months at the Trafalgar Studios mm-hmm. with Matt Berry, Lily Cole, Charlotte Ritchie, and Simon Bird. Uh, and you could argue has me and Simon Bird worked together too much? The, the answer is almost certainly yes. But <laughs> every every lunch, every time between the matinee and the evening performance. We played carpet bowls. That's great. And to such an extent that we learned the undulations of the Trafalgar Studios bar. <laughs> like we were so good at carpet bowls. How long and would you? How long was your your mat? Your course? Your your, your mean, hole? What is the thing? You obviously have to make it like somewhat challenging. So I mean, it was the width of a. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to describe, really. Yeah. An average W. H. Smith. Does that make sense? Oh, that's not <laughs> <laughs> it, so not a train station Smiths, a no, high street Smiths. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it's it's width or length. Uh, well, width. Width of a yeah, yeah, so yeah. But we're playing the length. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's you're pl- okay, so it's the width of a so, Smith, but you're playing the. You're, it's got the depth of a Smith. Yeah, really good. And but but I don't know. They haven't redone the floor in Trans Studio Bar for ten or twenty years. Yeah. So it's just all lumpy, and you know, it's it's golf. It's the same thing. Oh, you know? so, yeah, it's totally. a chip onto the green, so you're just like mm. you got to and and obviously, I mean, I don't know. I find like curling and bowls very consumable television content. Mm. I think it's you know fascinating game of tactics and technique mm. and you know and guile. And it must be a good game because it's played cl- the cliche says it's played by older people mm. lawn bowls certainly mm. and if they're doing it by the time you're old you're bored of everything you've yeah. seen everything so yeah. it must be good yeah 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 yeah. I, well, I mean I, I, we, me and Simon I mean, the play was quite bad none of us had the bit, the best time yeah. uh, doing it because you know when you're when you're running for three months and then like oh. you do a press night and like all the reviews are like quite bad oh, it's like well this isn't going to be a good time for any of us <laughs> Like Matt just had a breakdown and like he was just writing on his walls and had to, Matt, can you please stop writing on all? He wrote like all things must pass in like permanent marker on his walls. Oh my God. And like, can you not do that? He's like, no, I am gonna have to do that. Sorry. Sorry, I'm gonna have to get that done. Amazing cast, like obviously just yeah. like, and it was like I thought the play was good. It was directed by Simon Callow, but it just it just didn't it didn't quite do what it was trying to do. Right. And but three months is a long time to have they didn't pull the plug then, they just they ploughed on no, through. No, no, it's not a sort of thing. Mm. But and 
the fact is carpet bowls like genuinely made that three months like so much more bearable it was like fantastic and i just i think that could be the best money i've ever spent on amazon wow 19 pounds 99 but i think i bought two sets because we got three literally broke one set because we used it so much oh my god you wore the bowls down like yeah you've bought it twice yeah. march 2017 that, but that's how good that set was we we're like this is perfect yeah 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 um, i like that so you're turning up to do the job you're turning up to do the play oh yeah and you're yeah. just thinking yeah me and bird on the bowls no and again it's like it, it's the same thing with the chess and the poker, but it felt it felt less unhealthy because I was sort of working at the same time. I was sort of, you know, it, like, and it, and it, it was a, a communal thing with my yeah. friend. We were we were connected. I wasn't, but I was obsessed. Yes. We, we, we were just so obsessed did you get work. guilt when you're wasting the time? So this, when you're doing this, because you're not wasting time because you're at the work, you're doing the play, and then you get to do the really fun bit of the bowls. Because I get if I'm playing too much golf or whatever, the guilt, the kind of oh shit, I really need to attend to my career and make my podcast massive. It's interesting. I mean, I do. I wouldn't necessarily describe it as, as guilt, but but I think the fact is that I've spent my day at work doing a thing does give me a certain amount of time, right? Mm. As, you, as you say, because it's like you're doing the play, then you're playing the thing you want to play, then you're doing the play. It's like, oh, this is a career thing. Mm. But I, I actually think it's more of like a spiritual thing rather than guilt. It's like I, I start to feel like I'm not expressing my potential right so i suppose as a performer when you're performing you're like oh i am kind of doing something i am on some level on the planet to do i'm in some way living my purpose but when you're like i'm because i'm not even good at chess <laughs> right that That's profession has so come insane, way right? too late <laughs> that should have happened like, really early doors are you serious you're actually like quite... so when i play like the computer on my on apple yeah like i mean granted i haven't really been studying my openings recently but i can't beat the easiest level on apple and i, th- I think the apple computer is really hard to be fair because chess.com i can beat a lot of the bots right but like that's not good it's the lowest level on apple i can't beat and but it's still something that i've, I've just, just thrown my entire I just assumed you were amazing at it no but the, it's so hard to be good I mean, if you yeah. if you know chess rating like yeah so my blitz rating was like a was like a thousand or something and like the longer one I got up to like something like fourteen hundred or whatever. Like I mean, the professionals are like you know three thousand or something. Mm. Uh, it's like chess handicaps almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't use those to offset. You can't do the great thing about golf, of course, is the handicaps. Well, you can take to... pieces away from the people who are good. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. So if I played Magnus Carlsen and he didn't have like a queen, a bishop, well, I would like to do and that both rooks with and all his pawns. I might have a chance. I'd like to do that with uh, my competitors in podcasting and comedy. <laughs> do you know what I mean, right. Buxton? Yeah. I'm going to take your microphone away. Yeah. You keep okay. doing what you're doing, and then let's see who's got the biggest podcast in a year's time. You can't use letters E, F, and X. <laughs> Good luck. That's right. A yeah. sort of communist approach to the creative <laughs> industry. <laughs> How are your bunions? I don't know what that refers to. Oh, are they the toast letters? Mm, bunion Correctors, October 2018. There's yeah, always so, activity in October. So, so this, is, this is a sort of feature of my life as well, that I don't... I uh, do a lot of sort of preemptive uh, longevity sort of medical interventions. Yes, like, so, the, like the iodide tablets, right. Uh, oh, exactly. Yeah. So it's not that I have bunions, it's that I read about bunions and I noticed a sort of slight deviation on one of my toes and I thought I'm going to get ahead of that and I start a sort of toe spreading regimen so it's not going to ever get any worse. And I I sort of stretch a lot, I I have quite a lot of problems with my back historically so now I'm quite into my sort of physiognomy and my my physio and my... um, 
what, what would you call it like uh biomechanics yeah uh and so yeah again ahead of the curve because most people do that when they're 40 yeah when it starts to go wrong that's right yeah and by which point it's much harder you know who else bought toast spreaders you'll be pleased to be in the same uh club toast spreader support club it's just you mate it's you nigel planer <laughs> okay well sorry that's that's been another podcast really neil off the young ones wow uh, he was on the last series yeah. and he bought toast spreaders because he was because he was falling over. And this is another thing. Yeah. So, so you should not put kids in shoes because it basically, and again, it's a it's a feature of sort of the modern foot. So it's a lot more cramped. If you look at like people who like live in the Amazon or whatever, their feet are very spread, light hands. Yes. But but we can't really do that because you spend so much time caressing. And then you will start to like have worse balance if you're, you're you, you know, it's just the yeah. surface area of your feet. So that yeah. it does help with stuff like that. Yeah. There you go. And the, in, the individual mobility of your toes. Like a lot of people can't actually move their toes individually, which you're supposed to be able to do, like you can do with your hands, right? Really? Yeah. So big corporations have made us buy the bit, the shoes, which have scratched, you know. Yeah, it's a we, metaphor for but thank you. capitalism, isn't it? Really? Thank you for finding that metaphor. We're compressed into these, into these little boxes. Sweet. Laced up by our wages. It's a very hard left, my mate bought a toaster, <laughs> uh, considering it's built on the premise of celebrating all things capitalist on Amazon. <laughs> I mean, um, Amazon is very efficient service. I mean, uh, can't thank them enough. For I the mean, balls. guys. The carpet balls. Wow. Uh, carpet balls and hypothetically saving his life in the event of a nuclear attack that didn't <laughs> Yeah, happen. cheers to that. Uh, look, 2019, Tom Rosenthal, um, as we are getting closer to present day, you've, of course, uh, February 2019, you have bought a cigar cutter. Why would you not? Clearly things are going well. The guy's making a lot of cash. <laughs> Channel 4 money, man. This is what happens. Golly when Series cigar. 9 of your sitcom gets commissioned, I'm going to get me! <laughs> <laughs> I love it, a cigar cutter! Yeah. I still got loads of cigars, actually. I uh, went to Cuba. Did you? To I get them? cigars. Didn't know anything to come with. <laughs> Yeah, Go back. Case blow, next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nice, very nice. Um, we'll go to 2020 now. Things really ramp up in 2020 for everyone on Amazon. Of course, Amazon shares famously rocketed in 2020. Right. Um, which the, yes. you probably know about a conspiracy involving Amazon creating COVID-19. There's, there probably is one out there. I don't think there is, but oh. his eyes have lit up, guys. His that's eyes. the thing. You've made that up, but now I'm like, I will research that. But that's why we like conspiracies. Put some order into the chaos for me. He's bought face masks. He's bought loads of things on Prime Video. He has bought a nose, ear, hair trimmer. Oh, come on, guys. Yes. Yeah, actually, is, is that the... What, what brand is that? Uh, well, most people what, go for I've the... Got a Manscaped one. Did I get that off? No, this is... um, It's not... It's one of those dodgy non-branded ones. Yeah, I don't think that works. Clean Fly, though. it's called. Yeah, I don't think... I don't have... I don't have good things to say about that, Amazon. I won't review it. I mean, I can. I'm logged into your account. Yeah, maybe. Let me look at the photo of it. Hang on. Oh, it's gone. Look, that's always a sign. When you click through and the item no longer exists. Yeah. Um, Thumbs down. Probably wasn't a great idea to shove that into Orify. My nose and ears are so hairy now. Um, (laughs) That's right, because they're nice and warm. The the other thing Satnam talked about a couple of weeks ago is um, nose waxing. Have you seen that? When people put actual wax in their nose, they feel just to take their hair. Is that very painful? I mean... Yeah. Absolutely. I've got very sort of exposed nostrils, I think. I Do you have a, you've got quite a large nostril. You have to kind of get into this sort of uh, nose hair practice. Soon. You look like you've had an. You, you, you look like you don't need a nasal Hollywood. You've got a. Well, you, I you, I'm not seeing it. It's just like not a very nice experience. Really. I love a pluck. But then the problem with a pluck is, and this is disgusting, guys, sorry. The problem with a pluck, sometimes it'll, you'll get a little spot at the inside of your nose. <laughs> oh, have you ever had those? 
Uh, I no, know. but I, I, I have had polyps. Do you know what they are? Not the voice box. A, uh, no, so I, I, I actually went recently. I got recently got diagnosed with asthma. Oh, mate. Um, okay. And she looked up my nose, and her reaction was literally like, "Whoa." <laughs> She's like a medical professional. Whoa, you have these... You, one which, thing you never want to hear a medical yeah, professional say. Oh, my God. Which is sort of like allergic. It's, uh, you know, if you've got like hay fever or whatever, mm. one of the ways it manifests is well, sort of like little bumps in your nose. It may not, I couldn't breathe very well through my nose. And then she gave me this pill and I can breathe really well. Oh, so it's really improved things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice when you get a pill later on in life. Yeah. And you're like, oh, thanks, guys. Medicine does sometimes work. Thanks for the meds. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. It's almost worth having the polyps in the first place. Yeah, precisely, just for the relief. Yeah, that's good. I didn't realise it would become such a sort of nose-based section. <laughs> what have you been doing since 2020? Just nose stuff, really. Ironically, he started the show with a sniff. So <laughs> the pills aren't that good. Yeah, man. <laughs> a bit of foreshadowing. So uh, April 2020, and now obviously a terrifying time for everyone. And usually what we see in March, April uh, 2020 is lots of masks and yeah. toilet paper <laughs> and, uh, you know, hand sam. Right. To add steel to this thread that Tom Rosenthal's into his conspiracy theories, he's bought an anti-radiation stone. He's bought men's negative energy shield bead bracelet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I knew this would come up. I love this stuff. Shouldn't I? He's bought some healing stones for your phone. Shungai, what did you say? Shungai. Shungai. Hang on, I, no, wait, wait, wait. I was hoping for embarrassed Tom, and I've got actually no. I'm, I'm no, digging I my like heels in here, Tom. Oh, stuff. okay. Come on then. Here we go. Uh, so this is your reaction to the pandemic exploding. People are dying. It's terrifying. You've bought some stones. Um. Well, as far as I understand it, and again, it is quite a remedial understanding based upon some stuff that I've read on the internet. But Before Shungai, being destructive by chess. Shungai is, I think, the densest carbon available and it's only from like russia uh and the idea behind it is that it kind of to some extent consumes electromagnetic frequencies mm. so you know like the, the you know your phones they literally come with a warning and they say like don't put this by your ear for a long period of time because it is bad for the human brain is it electromagnetic yeah ways? any any smartphone if you okay. look into the settings and the disclaimers it will say this is like bad for your brain to hold it like close to your brain mm. it emits uh, frequencies that are harmful. Uh, so so if I'm, feeling, I'm falling into a YouTube channel, but yeah, go on. No, but th- that's just true. Okay. Right? Uh, uh, what is you know more debatable is the idea that if you put shungite uh, on your phone or buy things that emit these frequencies, they somehow kind of suck them in. Yeah. And so I wear a bracelet of shungite all the time. As oh, well, there it is. Okay. Which is supposed to sort of. And yet like, you still got asthma. In some way. <laughs> It's not. Hey, but again, it's it's the exact same thinking behind the uh, iodine, right? In that yes. it's like, okay, could do nothing, mm. right? But it's not going to harm you. So no, like, I mean, and you look quite cool. And thanks. I mean, you do. It suits you because then you get the you get some men, your Richard Hammond and your Jeremy Clarkson's who wear a bracelet. You see, mm. they've always got the sort of, and it looks a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've got the blue hair. So I can carry off the they, weird Shungai. Right, there you go. Blue hair and Shungai and works I, well. Honestly, if if you come up with a good enough backstory um, that makes me feel better about the fact that we're surrounded all the time by Wi-Fi and electromagnetic frequencies, and I pay £20 a bracelet, I just think, have the money. I get a nice little bracelet. Yeah. It could be good for my health. It could not be good for my health. But also the psychomatic effects will be beneficial because yeah, you'll feel like I'm... I'm... Uh, 
you know, and which is a very very powerful effect. A huge. I mean, that is there's a lot of actual actual science about that. Time. Exactly. There's, you know, if you feel good, you're going to be good, you will be good. There you go. Right? So in a way, it is right. good. Okay. So listen, guys, if you're laughing and enjoying this podcast, <laughs> right, we yes. are, psychosomatically speaking, yeah. your defense against the sadness of the world, you're going to you're gonna live forever if you listen to this podcast. Yes, but yeah. the converse is also true. Not, don't, don't <laughs> if by some, some miracle you are not enjoying this podcast it is bad for your health if they've got to this minute of the podcast and they're still because there's other podcasts out there you really should honestly Adam Buxton's excellent even though he can't use the letters E um, okay good that's 2020 there's all sorts of in here you've got golf balls golf is really ticking off when did you get into golf by the way it was yeah so 2019 basically when they told me my knee was going to take a long time to get better, I thought, I see. Oh, man, I need to get involved in an old person's sport. <laughs> so, yeah. And imagine how Amazon will call it. I think I bought a mat. I bought those little training balls which you can kind of hit. They're like soft. Air balls and foam balls. Yeah. They're amazing. And I think I think I asked mum to get me some irons for like Christmas 2019. And I was like, I'm going to really hammer this. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like pro. See. A pro I bought like a putting mat. Putting mat. It is useless. I don't know why. Oh, really? Because we're thinking about getting one for my son for Christmas. It's not that good. I it's just a bit of carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't see the point. No. How long is it? What is it? Half a Smiths? Is it a full Smiths? <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, here's what we're going to do, Tom, because we're running out of time and our tea time is rapidly approaching. Wow. Um, T-A-A, not T-E-A. This is a, very, a good idea for a podcast, man. <laughs> I can't believe how much I've remembered about my life and how mad I am. <laughs> That's the joy of this. So let's go to the past three months, Tom Rosenthal, uh, before we knock today's episode on the head and knock that first ball off the tee. Um, oh, it's an interesting one. You've bought a phone lockbox. I've seen these before. Yeah. Uh, if, uh, it's a phone jail. That's an expensive one, 40 quid. Yeah, the genuinely sad truth is that I have never used that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't knock my phone away today. Right, and that's like every day. I'm I'm halfway through beating Steve <laughs> yeah. in Wisconsin at Speed Chess. Are you kidding? Why would yeah, I? Have I mean, the irony is you buy also you're buying the phone lock via your phone. Like you're yeah, buying the product. Yeah, but I, I I'm disappointed in myself that I've not because I actually didn't have a phone for a couple of days recently because it broke and I it was some, some of the best two days of my month. I, I'm. And, uh, I'm back there again. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, listeners, because I talk about this all the time on the podcast. Yeah. Twitter and all. Like, I know you don't do Twitter, and that's excellent. Yeah, but still read it. <laughs> oh, okay, you're an observer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just, I, I even, I need someone to steal my phone, I think. I know. For me to be happy. <laughs> I, I completely agree. I completely agree. And I wish, I, I did the same thing this weekend. I made a real conscious decision. Because talking about the kids thing, and I know this is boring kids chat, but I'm really snappy with the kids when I'm on my phone. Mm. What? What? Yeah, yeah, okay, one second. Hang on, hang on. It's horrible. And I put it away this weekend. I made a really conscious decision. And I just had loads of conversations with them that I wouldn't have otherwise had. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) Oh, yes. Your name is Edmund. Oh, shit. I've just been calling you two for a while. (laughs) It's not at Edmund hashtag second child. It's true, though, man. And I'm really... Yeah. I will get there. I'll get you a lockbox. Look, come on. Let's. Uh, I'm going to get a lockbox. I'll have yours. You never know, bloody use yeah. it. Uh, 17th of September 2020. There we are. This will do for our last um, item from today's show. Uh, you have bought, and it's really mundane. But that's okay because, you know, not yeah, everything we've can had be. enough interesting stuff. Yeah, we've I done think. the wacky rocks. 
Um, fluoride water filter. You always have a water oh, for filter. God's sake. Because, you know, fluoride is how the government famously is controlling us all. <laughs> They're trying to keep us away from dentists. Because if you go to the dentist, they tell you the truth. Have fluoride in the water, you can't go to the dentist. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, all the stuff that you've said is something that I think is a potentially true. So I thought, well, I might as well get rid of the fluoride in the water, mind you. Well, because you have fluoride in your toothpaste, which I'm happy with that. I wash my teeth with it. That's my choice. Yeah, but and like... When it comes to the tap, the, the just, tap is the government's agent in your house. You know what? It's it's something that I consider to be potentially in the case. So I, I would rather have the option of having fluoride in or not in my water. You give me some tap water today, I enjoyed it. You know, yeah, you were fine. I've got the fluoride from your tap. Yeah. So maybe my tap should just have, not have that stuff in it. All yeah. right. But you're going to feel a bit government controlled this afternoon as the water takes hold. Fingers crossed. Fingers what? crossed the government's controlling my drives. They might stay on the blue fairway. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how our mood has improved as we've got towards golf in the last sort of 20 minutes. We've both got a bit more chipper. Uh, when you said it was Monday, I just I thought it wouldn't be about conspiracies. And you, <laughs> you screwed me over on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, listen, Tom Rosenthal, always a pleasure to see you. Um, thank, you for, thank you for sort of revealing the real Tom Rosenthal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I they're really always watching. Appreciate that. They're always watching. You are absolutely... Don't believe the news. It's just... Can I just say thank you for not saying mainstream media? <laughs> that is the red flag. And I know people, and a lot of them, funnily enough, are golfers. Think of the mainstream media went, okay, mate, you're on your own. Cheers. Yeah. Bye-bye. Um, thank you for not saying that. I really appreciate it. That's all right. There is seriously an issue with the negative media. Though, okay. Oh. Bye-bye, mate. Cheers now. <laughs> That's it. It's my mate Bottle Toaster for another week. Thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you to the wonderful Tom Rosenthal. All the conspiracy theories you could possibly need. Hilarious that last week we had Dan Schreiber saying how loopy the conspiracy theories were. And this week we had Tom Rosenthal saying, yeah, they're, they're, they're well, they've got some reason. Who knows what Lou Conran next week will give us. Will she go full David Icke? Only time will tell. Uh, and she joins us next week on my mate Bottle Toaster. Uh, Feel free to uh, support the podcast, three pounds a month, and you get early episodes, and um, you get all sorts of other bits and bobs as well. No ads and uh, outtakes. There's a few outtakes from this, in fact, uh, that are up now at Patreon.com/slash/ToasterPod. If you fancy giving us some support, we'd always appreciate that. All right, see you next week. Lots of love, all the best, kind regards. Thanks for coming. It's my When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.